Good morning. It is time to get up with the Sunday night Super Bowl preview. Which of the former teammate twosome has the edge? Is it Tua or is it Jalen? Meanwhile, hey people, you're sleeping on the obvious. If this leader and all his lions are catching you by surprise, it just means you aren't paying enough attention. And then in Dak, we trust. Or do we? Something is really wrong in Big D. And Dan's going to tell you exactly what it is as we get up with you starting right now. The Thursday crew is here. And here we go. Just going to say this. The bad blood on this side of the table has already begun. <laughs> Kmart and D, the bishop and the first lady are already into it. Yeah. We haven't even started don't, yet. In, don't the don't do this. in the makeup room. Don't start with yes, me. Yes. It's going to get ugly. <laughs> Only and he over here started with me. I got this for Harry. Oh, he's got oh. oh. We're doing it. We are all feeling it this morning. Let's go. That's where it begins. His, his graves are done. The Phillies is still alive. And so are the Houston Astros. Jess, let's do this. Astros Rangers game three last night. Max Scherzer pitching for the first time in a month, and he was rusting. He was. He actually hit a batter to get on base. That's how the Astros got base runners on. And Martin Maldonado, a buck 50. That's what he's hitting. Probably one of the worst hitters in baseball. He gets it done to get the Astros on the board. Yeah, they get to him early. 3 nothing, And then here comes Jose Altuve. I mean, talk about one of the best postseason hitters of all time. You think about his 16 home run that he's ever hit in the postseason. That was above the strike zone, Greeny. Scherzer four innings gave up five runs. Top of six. It could have been worse. Jordan Alvarez. But how about the defense? I think about Leonis Tavares being able to go back and bring this back. Alvarez has already hit six home runs. Tavares, you talk about the catch. I love me some Audis. That is a great job. Spectacular save. Keeping the Rangers in the game, but then in the seventh with the bases loaded, Alvarez gets another chance, and they're not going to steal this one. Look at the count. Two, two, two out. This ball is in on the hands. They try to get in his kitchen. So strong, finding a way to get grass and a couple more runs. All right, so, I mean, obviously these teams share a state, and so far the home team hasn't won a game. It's 2-1 in favor of Texas. The Astros get one they need, and as you said, it was Altuve, as he always seems to be, in the middle of all of it. Okay, we talk about this all the time. In baseball, you get so many different heights. We had Schwarber yesterday, beast mode. Jose Altuve, he's 5'4", maybe 5'5". Five five. The variance of pitches that he can hit for power to be able to make contact. I mean, we talked about the home run, right? Let's break down the pitch location. 95 above the strike zone. Again, with his height, he uses his legs to be able to get up, go get, and get power for such a different height. Look at this. Three foot three inches off the ground, but look at the head and eyes mm -hmm. and his utilization of his legs with the ground to get some serious pop. But my favorite hit of his in this game wasn't the home run. Look at this one. Oh. 87 miles an hour. We're talking inches off the ground. So after showing the power above, look at him go down and get this. Mm. The hand-eye coordination is what makes him one of the best hitters in the game. Not just power, but being able, fouling off pitches doesn't matter, yeah. making contact. Well, there's just nowhere, to, what you're saying is there's nowhere to pitch him. When he's hot, you, you can't go high, you can't go low, you can't do anything. And then as far as Scherzer is concerned, that acquisition felt like such a big deal at the time. But you were telling me there was one moment last night where you just knew he didn't have it. Yeah, and it was in the second inning. I mean, first of all, he hits a batter in Jordan Alvarez to get base runners on, okay? So you kind of, we talked about the slider being the biggest pitch. But right here, Martin Maldonado. I mean, there is not a worse hitter in the game, especially against fastballs. He's mm. in here because he catches. And he got the hit, Greeny. This mm. is in the second inning. I'm like, oh, Scherzer's done. This game is done. Because if he's not able to get the number nine hitter out, 
then you know that he's not going to have success throughout the game. Astros now feel like they're obviously back in the series. Where do you see the edge right now three games in? Well, this next game is going to be a lot of fun just because the pitching matchup is positive defense. We're going to see – or offense. We're going to see a ton of offense. I think the Astros, the way they're playing it on the road right now, they're going to keep on rolling. It's tough to pick against them. And, then, of course, we have two games today. We'll have much more baseball as we go. Just stay close and warm up the bat. We're going to need you later. In the meantime, the game of the week in the NFL is the Dolphins and the Eagles on Sunday night. Let's see who has the edge. we got great playmakers everywhere. D. Wood, who has the edge in this game in playmakers? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins. They got that – see that guy right there? I'm a Jen Tyreek Hill. He's going to have like a, a billion yards uh, at the end of the season. Yeah, him and Tyreek. I mean, him and uh, Jalen Waddle and, and Raheem Mostert. Man, that's about explosive uh, trio that you're going to find in the league. I like a billion. I'm going to use that. <laughs> uh, Harry, two coaches I love. Nick Sirianni, Mike McDaniel. Who do you give the edge to? Mike McDaniel has been doing a great job, but I'm going to go with Nick Sirianni. He's been able to hold the fort together. Things has it been cookies and cream for the Philadelphia Eagles this year, but they're still 5-1, so I'm going to go with Nick Sirianni. That's ice cream ice reference. Cream. Yeah, ice cream reference. Uh, Danny, and to your specialty, the two quarterbacks, and obviously they have been together compared to each other for so long now, Tua and Jalen. Who are you giving the edge to? Yeah, the, the edge goes to Tua Tungavailoa. Right now, this season, he's the better quarterback. When you're saying what guy is taking what's around them, operating what's being asked of them at the highest level more consistently, it's Tua Tungabailoa. There's not many guys in the NFL quarterback this year doing that better. In this game specifically, because of where it sits right now, it's Tua. Look, I mean, Tua has been spectacular this year. Jalen Hurts was last year's breakout NFL superstar. Has he been struggling all year long? I asked Marcus Spears about it yesterday. This is what he said. Jalen Hurts right now has seven interceptions. He's not playing well. It's okay to say that. We know Jalen Hurts is a really good quarterback, but he's not playing to the standard that we think he should be playing at right now. You know what offense ain't sputtered in 98% of the games this year? The Miami Dolphins. The dude that's leading that offense is Tua. So right now, I'll take Tua and those weapons and what they're doing offensively over what Philly is doing right now. So I, 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 sometimes I just feel like I need to make sure everyone remembers the history with these two players. I mean, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback at Alabama. Halftime of the national championship game, Tua takes his job and the rest is history. So I, I think on some level they will always be compared oh, to each yeah, other. Big time. But I think a lot of people are wondering about Jalen Hurts. We, we, you see the trajectory and you expect it to keep going this way. What are you seeing as he just does not seem to look the same as he did a year ago? You know I love tape. Jess's was amazing. I want mine to be just as good. Okay. They got to get Jalen back to climbing up in the pocket. They're too big game hunting offense when it comes to their pass game wise. You go back to the Jets game last week and there's one play that kind of exemplifies it very much so. Just watch Devontae Smith. He's in the slot. We're going to call this a big field post. He's going to come to the bottom of the screen. Jalen's going to hold this ball for four seconds. That's an eternity in the NFL. Mm. And he's trying to get that safety to drive up. What happens? You hold it. The ball goes tipped up in the air. It's an interception. But really pay attention to this. So A.J. Brown at the bottom of the screen is running a little bit of an in route. He's trying to get that safety to commit to covering that in and to throw that field post. But right when he drives it, the ball should be out now. Then if you throw it now to space, it's three seconds and we're good. Jalen, climb the pocket, get it out, and you've got a touchdown. But you hold the ball for so long, then that pass rush gets there. And in that moment, I go, Jalen, I just want you to get up in that pocket for just a fraction. Okay, there was two underneath defenders. We've got an in route coming at the top of the screen. 
If Jalen just climbs the pocket here one step, he's going to float the ball over those linebackers, and it's going to be a huge chunk. Instead, he stays back in that pocket and throws that swing route. For some reason, the feel of that has gone away this year. Mm. They can't think that they can play pass game-wise offensively and win a playoff game. Not right now with the way their offense is going. You know, it reminds me of, to some degree, and, and Kmart, I, I know how much you like Jalen Hurts and how much you've talked a lot about Josh Allen on our show mm-hmm. over the course of time. And when Josh Allen lost his, that voice in his ear for a little while, it felt like it sort of went a little bit sideways, mm-hmm. right, when Brian Dayball yeah. left Buffalo to become the coach. How much do we think that Jalen right now might miss Shane Steichen, who was the offensive coordinator, who's doing a terrific job now yes. as the head coach in Indianapolis. Does that feel like a factor here? It is a factor. And I don't, I'm not concerned about Jalen and the Eagles necessarily, but I just don't – the situation bears watching because I don't know how long it's going to take for that chemistry between Brian Johnson and, and Jalen to, to get better. Brian was on the staff, so it's not like he's a new person, but there is a difference. We talked about this is a team that wants two, two coordinators. And everyone thought, well, if they were in the Super Bowl, like, they'll figure it out. But you did see it in Buffalo. You did see Josh Allen, Ken Dorsey. Like, they have to learn each other. Who, how do you, who do you listen to? Who gets to say, like, you know what, I don't really want – that's not what I feel comfortable with. Like, that is a change. But for me, what I want to see from Jalen is – what did they do last year? The Eagles rode his legs and his arm to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He rushed for three quarterback, three touchdowns. That was a quarterback record in the Super Bowl. And for me, that's what I want to see. I want to see Jalen get back to what we saw last year. But I don't know if that. I don't know if part of that is that chemistry offensively with his new quarterback. And uh, I'll, I'll go right to a place that I know is near and dear to your heart. Last week in a game that they led the entire game against the Jets, they threw the ball almost 50 times mm-hmm. and ran it 22. This is a team that ran the ball as effectively as any team in the league last year. That's the part of it I don't understand. Yeah, it's the consistency in which they commit to the running game. I think that is a, a, a huge part of the Philadelphia Eagles offense. When the Philadelphia Eagles are at their best, they have a balance. They have a balance to their offense when they're able to run the football. We actually saw early in the early in the year when when they played when they played. I believe they played Tampa. Like they ran the ball for like over 200 yards yes. against Tampa Bay. Yep. That is that is Philadelphia at their core. When they're able to do that, that's when they maximize everyone around them. So they got off kilter against the Jets. I don't know why. It seems like they do. They they're having some inconsistencies in that area. They need to get back to that. Yeah, I think the staple for the offense right now has to be the run game, right? Because it's not what we've seen last year. And also, Dan, I like that you mentioned they, they like to go big game hunting. Yeah. In 2022, there was on numerous of occasions where Jalen Hurts would get that football and boom, I'm going to hit my guy right now. I'm going to take what yes. the defense gives me. And I think they have to get back to that. I love last year they used to go five wide a lot. And they used to put Devontae Smith to the slot to the short side of the field. Yeah. When he was isolated on safeties and linebackers and just picked on that matchup. They got to get back to things like that in order to be where they want to be at the end of the year. Philosophically, this is a different offense this year. Yep. It absolutely is. The Brian Johnson has changed this <coughs> offense. The RPOs are gone. This was the best RPO team in football last year. Run pass option. They averaged 90 yards a game. That's a ton. That's in half this year. The zone read is gone. And so we're talking about big game hunting. This was a very explosive offense last year when they could, not when they felt they had to. The efficiency of the pass game in this offense is not representative right now. There's a lot of things in this offense I believe in. Their offensive line is spectacular. I believe in Jalen Hurts' demeanor and his development, and I believe in A.J. Brown's dominance. I want to see Devontae Smith. So, like, am I concerned, Greeny? No, I'm not concerned, but there's issues. 
I have them right here. There's issues. There's way less RPO and zone read. That means there's way less efficiency in their pass game. That means there's way less rhythm in their offense. And Devontae Smith, for some reason, isn't a part of their pass game. And the other piece of this, and I want to come back to what you just said about the RPO and the run game. It's gone. It, it's gone. And that's a conscious decision. That's not something that Absolutely. has been taken away. So you have to say to yourself, why would you do that? Why would you take the thing we were best at a year ago? The only explanation that makes sense to me is that they're worried their quarterback is getting hit too much and they want to try and mitigate that particularly early in the season. And maybe we start seeing more of it as the year goes on. I'm going to give you a minute to sort of think that through because we're going to dive into it. This is a huge game this weekend. We're going to talk much more about it as we go. We'll talk the other side as well. Katua's top receiver do two different things this year that have never been done before, we will explain. Plus, speaking of wide receivers, do we have a problem in Vegas? Devontae Adams said something yesterday that really caught our attention. We'll try and figure out what it meant. Did he really say what we think he said? You'll hear it next. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. We are back on Get Up, and the next game is called Sound Off. You'll hear interesting things that interesting people are saying, and we will tell you what we think. First off, Buffalo. There's been a lot of talk about Josh Allen running the ball too much. His teammate Von Miller is riding with his QB. You, you can't really, you can't try to tame a Mustang. You know, you just gotta, you gotta let him be. You gotta let him be wild and let him be him. Like, you can't try to tame him and try to change him. I cannot confirm that you can't try to tame a Mustang. It's not something I know uh, independently. But let's just assume he's right he's about that. surprising it. thing of the day. Let's just assume he's <laughs> right about that. Is that what Josh Allen is? And should they be trying to tame him? Absolutely should not try to tame him. The Bills can win a Super Bowl because of who Josh Allen is and the way that he plays. And this year, because of the defensive injuries that they are going to deal with throughout the season, for them to win the Super Bowl, they'll have to be the best player in football. 
His superpower is those playmaking, jaw-dropping plays. If he doesn't have those, he doesn't have a superpower. Is it his kryptonite? Sure. But at least he has the actual superpower for them to have a chance to win the Super Bowl. I agree with you. If they're going to win the whole thing, he's going to have to be the best player in the league. Because of the injuries. And he's capable of being that. There's no question about it. So Mustangs may be dangerous. Lamar Jackson definitely is. As the Ravens and Lions go head-to-head this week, here's Dan Campbell having nightmares. If I was dreaming about how to stop these guys, he'd be the first one I would think of if I was uh, coming out of a nightmare. Uh, (laughs) He is dangerous. D-Wood, why is he a nightmare? Rare athlete in pocket. Like, like th- he's so special. You know, his Im- improv plays just ki- – they're backbreaking. You, there's nothing worse than third down and then your quarterback scrambles and, and gets a first down. <laughs> like, like, that's what Lamar Jackson can do on any given down. And, and this, going, this might be the greatest test for the Detroit Lions defense trying to contain Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Ravens are so much better than their record would indicate. And then I think the attention that they're getting so far, they could so easily – be unbeaten right now. They're a team to watch. But we'll stay in the Mustang realm, but we'll switch gears to another on-field nightmare. Devontae Adams, his team is winning, but he's not happy. Listen. When you're, when you're a player like me, mentally, it's, the, my benchmark is not wins and losses. It's greatness. So when I go out there, I expect to be able to have that ability to put that on tape and have the, uh, an influence on the game. If that doesn't happen, then I'm going to be frustrated, you know. If, if Jacoby goes out and have a, a monster game or if the offense is scoring every five plays like, the you know, our first drive on the Bills, then it is what it is. I don't, you know, I don't, it's not about me, but, you know, I'm one of the bigger pieces, you know, as to why this offense is going to go. And if I'm not getting it, then that's obviously not um, according to plan. So we want to we wanna obviously keep working like we are to, to get that, that right. All right, Harry, you're a receiver. I, I need your help with that because and that, there was a lot that he said there, but, but the most important and interesting part of it to me was I don't judge this thing by wins and losses. I judge it by my own greatness. And that feels like something that you could easily say, well, that's a pretty selfish statement for a person to make. The Raiders are having a surprisingly good season in the wins and loss column. You tell me what you heard there. Well, first of all, that talent is allowed to be selfish Mm. because he should be featured each and every game because he is that damn good, Greeny. And I I don't know, Dan, if it was last game or the previous game, but he was one-on-one on on the backside. Yeah. And Jimmy Garoppolo never looked his way, and he basically made the DB fall down. It would have been a wide-open touchdown on the goal route. That's inexcusable, in my opinion, because if Devontae Adams is one-on-one with anybody, Mm -hmm. that football should be going to him first and foremost. Mm Mm-hmm. Kmart, I, I, I'm going to ask the same question. You, for you want a different answer? This no, time? no, I'm not. I want the answer that you have. Are we okay with the players saying, "Hey, look, yeah, we won," but it's, that's not the way I judge this stuff. I judge this stuff by how great I am. Uh, listen, wins and losses are important, but imagine being that special. Imagine being one of the best at your position. Why do you think Jamar Chase said, "I'm like 7-Eleven. I'm always, always open." Why do you think the next week, CeeDee Lamb, guess what? I'm like 7-Eleven too. Why do you think Stephon Diggs is in Buffalo, frustrated with himself and also frustrated with the offense at times? Why do you think A.J. Brown is looking around like, wait, hello? Because you pay special guys special money to do special things. And when you are rare, this is rarefied air. Like, I can't, I can't even imagine being that great at something. But when you are that special, 
you do understand that I'm, I should be a big part of this because you paid me to be here and be a big part of it. And if we, we were just talking about CeeDee Lamb, what, mm-hmm. do the Cowboys realize he's on their team? Mm-hmm. Well, they did on Sunday. Seven targets, seven catches. They Out the right. gate. But Jamar Chase said that after they lost. And CeeDee Lamb said that after they lost. The Raiders are winning. And, and Devontae Adams is basically saying, I don't measure this that way. You're an yes. offensive lineman. You good with this? We're a different breed than wide receivers. <laughs> we're, we're a different breed. We're, now, we're, then we're, just we're, what we're, the hell do you mean? We're, we're, used, to being, we're used to being underappreciated. Oh. But, but listen, Greeny, I have no problem with it. Like, this dude is great. Yes. Man. Like, he's great. All he's basically saying is, can y'all please throw me the damn ball <laughs> consistently? Like, please. Like, when you throw me the ball, good things tend to happen for us as a team. He has an ego. Like, all these special players have big egos. They just want to be a part of this, a part of what's going on out there. You're getting paid a ton of money. Throw me the ball. They don't want to be a part. He wants to be the focal part, yep. as he should be. As he, he should, should be. be. As, as He's he, getting paid to be that. As he should be the focal part. This dude is not only one of the best players, he's also one of the best people mm-hmm. that the NFL has. Yes. And that the Raiders are very much so lucky to have him in their organization. This goes back to last year. I remember talking about this last year. There, there would be plays that they're not even looking towards Devontae Adams' way. There should not be a play for the Raiders who, outside of Jacoby, aren't super talented at the skill position, position like wide receiver-wise. There should not be a route that Devontae Adams isn't a focal point for their football team. You, and, Green, let me say this real quick. We'll jump in. Winning covers a lot. Just because you win doesn't mean there aren't problems mm-hmm. or issues going on with your football team. So whether you win or lose, the, the, the problem has to be addressed so the, the losses don't show themselves in two or three weeks. Because if just because you're winning doesn't mean that the person who should be getting the, the lion's share of the touches is getting the lion's share of the touches. Let, let me tell you something. I got 10 you, seconds. Go Josh ahead. McDaniels came from New England. Yeah. Okay? You didn't think Tom Brady threw the damn Randy Moss? Like, a Rob Gronkowski. Right. He made sure he was going to feed those guys the ball. All right. Let's bookmark that one already. Uh, producer, I want to come back to that. But let's stay with the Vegas theme. Because mm-hmm. last night, the Vegas Aces had a chance to wrap up the WNBA championship in a thrilling game four at the Garden against the Liberty. Let's pick it up two minutes to go. Aces are up by four, looking to end it. Asia Wilson, spectacular. Just took this over in the second half. 24 points, 16 rebounds. Her college coach, Don Staley, loves it. Six-point game. Now it's a three-point game. Final minute. Sabrina Ionescu, spectacular. One-point game. Aces take a timeout. 20 seconds left. Same score. Aces on the inbound, looking for insurance points. But look at that defense. Stewie is there. Brianna Stewart with the block. Liberty get the ball. They call a timeout. Here we go. Season on the line. Six seconds left. Where are we going to find it? It's Courtney Vandersloot in the corner. And it's no good. And the Aces win back-to-back WNBA championships. 70-69 in the final. They win it in four. Congratulations to the Aces champions of the WNBA world as we continue. These non-quarterbacks have been awesome so far this season, but could any of them actually win MVP? Some of the picks we have here may surprise you. You will hear them. Plus, it is the move that is sweeping the nation. (laughs) Harry's got that boy bad. Next.
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Man, that boy bad. Oh, no, 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 no. Man, that boy bad. That boy bad. Boom. Oh, oh, damn, Greeny. That boy bad. Boom. Right in the bread basket. My goodness, Greeny. <laughs> that boy so watch him. Come here. I'm going. Oh, my goodness. That boy bad. Let's do it again. That boy bad. We finally did it. We've become a TikTok trend. Uh, we've got that boy bad. Uh, Danny and I will now enjoy watching as Harry does it. And by the way, Come on, Harry. we asked and you delivered. We have several fan submissions coming up a little later this morning for that boy bad. Take it away. Take it away. We're going to go to Washington, University of Washington, that yeah. is. Michael Penix Jr., 302 yards, four touchdown passes. Look at this one right here. Tyrone Modesi, his number one target. Look at this one. This was the first touchdown. Yeah. He faked the screen to the right, then flipped his hips, threw a touchdown pass uh, on the post to Jackson. This one's the post. I'm in the corner of the end zone recording. This right here was the game winner. Game over. But he was down in the fourth quarter, 33-29. He's freestyling while Oregon has the football about how he's about to come back. Why? Because damn it, Greeny, that boy bad. 
Michael Penix Jr. going to be a first-round draft pick. The accuracy is unbelievable. Keon Coleman, look at this catch. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Hear me now. My goodness. Keon Coleman, I don't know how he gets that wide open. No one has elevated their draft stock from a wide receiver standpoint than Keon Coleman this year by transferring to Florida State University. It's okay. Let's put him back on punt return. He's a big, he's a big man. He's hard to tackle. Do your thing, Keon Coleman. Greedy. Dad, boy, bad. And last but not least, oh my God, BB, Roadrunner, Cheetah, whatever you want to call him, this young man is going to get defensive coordinators fired because if you continue to press coverage, Tyreek Hill, it's going to get ugly. Now, oh, look at this. He grabs a phone, records himself, and does a backflip. Let's get another angle of it because this is the best. Yeah. Come on, Cheetah. I see it. BB, Cheetah, fast, whatever you want to call it. Ferrari, watch this backflip. Man, if I would have tried that, my vertebrae, everything would be done. <laughs> I would be in a wheelchair. <laughs> Greeny, guess what? They don't guess what? Tyreek Hill, that boy, bad. Ladies and gentlemen, we doing it. Okay, and we're going to do yours a little bit later. We got tons uh, of them coming in. You want to send us your uh, that boy bads, tweet uh, them at us, and we'll be delighted yeah. to do them. Meanwhile, let's talk about that guy, the cheetah. He has 814 receiving yards this season. That is the second most by a player through six games ever. He's on pace to set the NFL single season receiving record with over 2,300 yards. To be clear, no player has ever even gotten to 2,000. So we'll just start with that very basic question. Can he get to 2,000 yards this season? Danny. Oh, absolutely. He'll, he can get to 2,000. I expect him to. The way that this mm-hmm. offense is operating that and the way that Tua is playing and his health And I think for the majority of this season, they're going to be playing for the number one seed. So they'll be in every game, and it's going to matter that performance. If he gets 2,000 yards, can he be the league MVP? The quarterback has won MVP 10 consecutive years. Could Tyreek Hill be the MVP of the league? Kmart. Uh, It's hard. I hate saying it, but I think his own quarterback undercuts his argument. I think a lot of people will point to it. It is a QB award. Now, if we're going to talk about non-QBs, you have a... He has a good case. I personally wouldn't pick him. There's another guy that I would pick. Okay, well then let's do that then. Let's make this fun. Let's say if you took the quarterbacks out of the equation, who would you vote for for MVP? We actually asked that question to the entire group, and let's see what we think. Do we have any Tyree Kills? Does anyone think Tyree Kill would be the MVP of the league if it was not? Oh, oh the wide receiver. Right over here. No wide receiver has ever won the award, although Randy Moss should have won it, in my opinion, the year that he was and in and the And I will say this, if Tyree Kill is able to eclipse 2,000 yards, it'll be the first time a wide receiver yeah. in a regular season yeah. has been able to do that. He would break Calvin Johnson's record. Shout out to Calvin, south side of Atlanta, baby. No State doubt. Yeah. High school. So Ron. I would think Tyreek Hill would have to win MVP if he's able to get, you know, 2,000 yards and they have a number one or two seed in the AFC. Uh, Olafsky, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did, did they misunderstand you? Did you mean to put Travis Kelsey underneath your face there no. or did you mean to put Jason Kelsey? No, my answer is Jason because if we want to have a real football conversation, then it has to be about the line of scrimmage. If, if we want to have a real football conversation, it goes to the most valuable offensive lineman in football. Wood, I don't all that disagree with your selection of Bosque. Here, here's the reality about Jason Kelsey. Number one, 145 straight games that he started. That's, a, that's an Eagles record. Number two, take your eyes back to San Francisco last year in the NFC title game and the way that they dominated at the line of scrimmage. This is the best run football team in football. It's been four times since he became the starter. They've taken three quarterbacks in Philadelphia and made them play like MVP starters, football, Super Bowl, uh, Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, and Jalen Hurts. That's not by mistake, okay? You don't get lucky into that. If we're having a real 
football conversation, it's Jason Kelsey. If we're having the glitz and sell glamour. Sell it, Dio. Sell it. If we're having the glitz and glamour, like, sexy conversation, sell then it. it's a wide sell receiver. Sell it, Dio. But we're, if we're talking about ball, real ball, it's going to be Jason Kelsey. Oh, you're in my realm now, baby. <laughs> you are my realm now, baby. I'm going, listen, I'm going Lane Johnson. Listen, Lane Johnson hasn't given up a sack since the you know, since Biden has been in the office. <laughs> like, that's, that's how long he is. Like, he has not given up, given up a, a sack here. And listen, I think the, be, the best um, illustration was last last week in no, the Jets game. I, I, in the, in the yeah. Jets game. When Lane Johnson went, went out, out, what happened? All hell started breaking loose mm-hmm, up yeah. front on the offensive line. So, man, shout out to Lane Johnson, man. That's my guy. We're not, we're not saying best player. Right, most valuable, most valuable. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that, so we can have a real football conversation. Because (laughs) the the real valuable asset to the San Francisco 49ers is Christian McCaffrey. Not only does he lead the NFL in rushing, he has more catches, more catches, y'all. Yeah. And DK Metcalf, like that's wild. Like how? And when you think about CMC, you think about since he was traded to this team, they had won 15 in a row regular season games. Their win streak coincides with him arriving. I know Brock Purdy had been perfect up until facing the Browns, but Christian, that team goes as he goes. So with him having this oblique rib injury, we're going to see if he plays this week and how this offense could look different if he is not on the field. They play Minnesota on Monday night. By the way, he is the favorite amongst non-quarterbacks to win MVP. Cindy, we can put them up there. These are the odds on players who aren't quarterbacks to win MVP. And I would say, well, that was mine. As I looked at yours all come up on the screen, I thought to myself, in this year of defense, where defenses are dominating in the NFL in a way that, frankly, the rules dictate they shouldn't be able to, I would vote for DJ I'm surprised that Miles Garrett isn't up there. I'm surprised that Miles Garrett isn't up there. Pittsburgh has two wins because of Alec Highsmith and also TJ Watt yeah. right now versus divisional opponents. So that that's a uh, good uh, choice. And he's tied right now with Sacks with um, my man in the with the with the Vikings. Daniel Hunter. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's my question when it when it comes to this stuff. Is Miami still a really good offense if Tyreek Hill is not there and they have another good wide receiver? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, is San Francisco one of the best teams in the NFL if they just have a good back and not Christian McCaffrey? Absolutely. Are the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl contenders if they don't have Kelsey? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't think the Miami Dolphins are Super Bowl contenders if Tyreek Hill's not there. But I'm not not saying the drop-off from Tyreek Hill to, like, me playing wide receiver, but if they went Tyreek Hill to another just good wide receiver. We literally I'm just saying, I'm just saying, out of your scenario, we literally saw my scenario play itself out in a game. I don't don't have a condition. I don't have a condition. Listen, I love offensive offensive linemen. Outside of receivers are my favorite group on the football field. Really, big guys need loving, too. But they have a play they can't, that the, the, the NFL enough. defenses cannot stop and are trying to get rid of because of Jason Kelsey and Jalen Hurts. They, they have a play that defenses are trying to say, do we need to ban this play because yeah. it's unfair? I'm glad you took it there. No one has figured out my pick, Tyreek Hill, yet yeah, in the National Football League. All right, so obviously you can see there were disagreements, and if there's one thing we can all agree on, it's that I'm right. T.J. Watt is actually the right answer to this question. In the meantime, <laughs> let's give Dan the opportunity for equal time. Yesterday, Jeff Saturday and Dominique Foxworth just taking unfair I shots. I did not see this. Listen, 
I mean, he's a bandwagon fan for sure. So I'm leaving in the studio yesterday. I walk out. His wife and his children are all standing there waiting on Dan to get done with the studio work so they can hustle down. He couldn't name three players on the field. <laughs> all the gear he owned was purchased the day he found out he had tickets to the game. In Dan's defense, he played for the Lions and he played for UConn. Man wants to be close to a winner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. What? That is oh, so man. unnecessary. All What's right. going on? Couple things here. <laughs> <laughs> In regards to Dominique Foxworth, uh, that's true. That's why I made sure I don't work, get up on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> two, I can name the whole starting lineup for the Phillies Saturday. Um, my kids love the Phillies. My wife loves the Phillies. If you don't love the Phillies, or you don't like playoff baseball, you're a loser. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a jock. So down, Dan. I'm, I'm a, a jock, jock, so when I go down to sporting, like it's a great sporting event. So I love going to the bank. I loved watching Schwarber go bomb. I love Bryce Harper. I've said that. He's my favorite baseball player right now. I'm a fan. My wife's from there, so I have, I have no issues. My yeah. kids love it. Jeff Saturday is just oh Jeff's from Georgia. Just his feelings. Oh, oh he's Jeff's a crazy Braves fan. Oh, yeah. and Dom's from Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, that yeah. sucks they're, for you guys. All, <laughs> oh, come on, Dan. I'm right they're beside you, Dan. All right, as we continue in just a. <laughs> when did I become the punching bag at ESPN for everybody? Like five years ago. Uh, anyway, coming up, Zach Wilson and Joe Burrow both head into their buys at three and three. Can either or both get their teams to the playoffs? We'll talk about those quarterbacks. Plus, our most dangerous segment has a brand new twist today. <laughs> and Woody smashing Big tiny man. helmets. But Jess Mendoza is going to take a cut or two as well. Don't miss it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. My money's on her. <laughs> We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Back on Get Up. Our next game is called Bye Bye Bye. Bye Bye. Dan is a huge NSYNC fan. Uh, we're going to talk about some teams that are on their buys this week. And let's talk about what the quarterbacks need to prove when they return. Dan, let's start with Dak Prescott. What do we need to see from him when they get back? Number one, that the old CeeDee Lamb is on my football team. It is not a fluke. And then two, the legs. The legs were like the big part that we saw on Monday night, the creativity, the getting myself out of bad stuff. We haven't seen mm-hmm. a lot of that version, Dak Prescott-wise, since the bad ankle injury. If that comes back just a little bit, that's a big deal for his performance in their offense. Yeah, he ran well. From Dak to Zach, D. Wood, what do we need to see from Zach Wilson? Yeah, I just need I just need Zach and company to be more efficient in the red zone. Like, they've been doing a good job of moving the ball up and down the field. Zach's been taking care of the football, but in this league, it's about scoring touchdowns, not kicking field goals. Greg Zerline is getting way too much work as a field goal kicker for the Jets. Yeah, I think that's fair to say, although the kid is obviously playing better. And then Kmart, let's talk about Joe Burrow on their bye this week. What do we need to see? So basically, Greeny, I just want to see that Joe Burrow's calf is really, he is really 100%. He looks close. Even their offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan, has said he looks close if he's not there yet. 
But even though Joe looks better, their offense still looks a little funky. Like, they're averaging three points per game less than they did, I think, when Joe was a rookie, like 2020. Mm -hmm. So I, I need this offense to get, get more cohesiveness. I need T. Higgins to actually – I need them to know that 7-11 is always open still. Well, yeah, before I get to Dan on the what – you said something about that this morning. That Jamar Chase, it's one thing, but T. Higgins is a terrific player, yes, he and he's not getting those opportunities. Yeah, it, it, the chemistry is not there between him and Joe Burrow right now. T. Higgins, he does have some drops. Uh, he is last right now when it comes to reception percentage in the NFL. Mm. 14 catches on 36 targets. Joe Mixon has 16 catches. That's a running back that has more than T. Higgins. I think if the Cincinnati Bengals want an opportunity to contend late in the year, T. Higgins has to get going. That connection between him and Joe Burrow has to be better than it has been so far this season. That's fair. And, Dan, I'm fascinated by them. I, I did a feature yesterday, for those of you who were with us, about five prop bets that I really like. And the Bengals are a long shot at this point to win the AFC. Now, if I were picking a team to win the AFC, certainly I wouldn't take them. But at 13-1, to 1, I wouldn't put it past them to get it going here in the second half. We've seen them win road playoff games before. What do you need to see from Joe Burrow when they get back? Well, their season will be determined the next two weeks after the bye. They have a bye this week, then they play San Francisco and Buffalo. If they find a way to win those two, this team's going to be in the playoffs and they're going to be a problem for everyone who gets there. If they don't, then I think it's a long road to try and get there. What I need to see, kill mode. Hey, you've, you've survived the bad part, Joe Burrow. This was a This was dire in August with that calf injury. You got him to three and three. The foot, Jamar and the defense, you got to three and three. Kill mode, like it's time to go now. This team offensively has less explosive plays than the New England Patriots do. Yucky. Think about that. <laughs> less explosives than Mac Jones and the Patriots. That's not good. Now, part of that has been because of the calf. Yeah. It's time to go. You have said it yourself, you feel better or closer to 100% now than you have in a while. It's kill mode now. We, we, we got to go. It couldn't have started worse, right? They bring him mm-hmm. back. They lose the two division games anyway. He still has not looked 100% right. Yet there's just something about him and them that I trust. Do you, D. Wood, are the Bengals going to make the playoffs this year? I think they will. I think they will. I think this buy came at the perfect time yep. for the Cincinnati Bengals. Obviously, the quarterback getting right, getting back healthy is going to go a long way. I, I, man, man, those two division losses does hurt. It hurts. They, it, it hurt. Like, they, their margin for error is slim. But getting the quarterback right and healthy, that's a huge part of, you know, of them, of their success coming down the street. And Kmart, I mean, look at the numbers on the screen. Look what the division didn't uh, do. It didn't run away from them. You mean, right? you mean, to me, the AFC North is still the best division because we have no idea who's actually going to win it. Preseason, I said all four teams would actually make the playoffs. Um, I, I think you cannot count out the Bengals. The amount of times I've covered this team on the, on the way to the Super Bowl, you cannot because Joe Burrow has that killer mentality. I think the two you things will, about the Bengals, real quick. Go. The two things. Joe is healthy. And that defense and the youth of their defense is starting to show itself. Cam Taylor-Britt was fantastic last week. DJ Turner has been awesome in coverage. Dax Hill, they're really young, is a dynamic safety. 
Hendrickson and Hubbard, their rushers, are back. That's all their defense coordinator, Lou Anarumo, yeah. needed was just yeah. time. Yeah. Well, that time. defense saved them last week versus Seattle. 100%. Right? Getting those two stops on downs last week, the two final possessions for Seattle. And I will say this, don't be allergic to the run game. Joe Mixon is there. Don't, yeah. don't sell short a win against Seattle. That is a quality win last week, even yep. if it wasn't They play San Francisco and Buffalo. Yep. If, if they split those two games. They're in good shape. I believe if they, they win, will win the division. put it in the bank. I, I, I'm right. I am picking Cincinnati to win the division. I'm not backing off. All right, having said that, have you been watching what Jess Mendoza has been doing in our studio this week? It has been ridiculous. She is the greatest softball player that ever lived, and, and she has been just obliterating pancakes all week long, and frankly, we've loved it. Uh, there is nothing more fun than watching that. That one hit Hemba, which was the best part of it all. And so, as you know, on this program, swing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she got all of that. Uh, on, on this program, what we do is we like to smash helmets, and, and that's usually D. Woods' milieu. So we got the bat, we got the mallet. Uh, Jess, we're going to have you do the picks however you choose. We got the two games coming up today. So we got Astros Rangers. We'll start with that over here. And, and I don't know if you can get a really tight shot of these, Cindy, uh, but but our director of printing operations, Jack, took these football helmets and managed somehow to turn them into baseball helmets. <laughs> So, so these these were the New York football giants now representing the Texas Rangers. I think, the, is this the Cleveland Browns? Looks like it. Now representing the Astros. Okay, very good. So so give me a quick take on this game first before we uh, before you smash the helmet. Give, give me a quick look ahead to what we expect. Okay, well, this is going to be all offense because we got game four. Anytime you're getting game four in a championship series, you're going to see kind of not the big dudes coming out of starting pitching. So we're going to see a lot of offense, which means a lot of Jose Altuve, Jordan Alvarez, not a lot of Texas Rangers. Oh! 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 oh. <laughs> Jessica! Oh, my gosh! Holy shit! Wow! I, why right. did I enjoy that so much? Because uh, <laughs> wow. you have children. <laughs> Where, I mean, I, think leave I can't studio. find it. That might be in the water. It's in the East River. Yeah. The helmet is in the East River. I, I, it, has, it has definitely not come down. <laughs> okay, so that's that one. She likes the Astros. All right, then we got the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. Uh, the Phil's now going out to Arizona. A good seat's available, by the way. By the way, I'm told tickets are going for like $13. Stuff. Uh, here we go. Give me a little uh, preview before we hit it. I mean, this has been all Phillies the entire series. And now we got the pitching mashup. It's Brandon Fott. Okay, going against Ranger Suarez. It is huge advantage Phillies. It's been advantage Phillies this entire series. Dan is going to love this. Oh, my it's- gosh. Oh! 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 Not even close. Oh, my head. Or should there be? You know, Emmett, you caught it? Uh, yeah. No, it just went. Th- yes, I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> For the purposes of this conversation, we caught it. By the way, have, have we found the other one? I see Rich from our, our, our cameraman. It I went over think here. we have found the Oh, there it is. Oh, my God. It's on the ground. You see it on the ground? there. Are you kidding me? Yeah, look. That's the helmet. It's up there. It got stuck in the blinds. Holy smoke. Oh. They said take advantage of the studio. We're taking advantage of the studio. That's unreal. All right, well done. A little later, D. Wood's going to smash some helmets as well. Uh, As we continue here, the Sunday night Super Bowl preview. (laughs) Which of the former Bama teammates has the edge? Tua or Jalen? We'll do that. And Harry will do this. Speaking 
of quarterbacks. Come on, Harry! Yeah. Who is Alabama's all-time oh, leader so in career touchdown passes? That's the question. Throw it over. The answer is yeah. next. Oh, he hit my bicep. Oh, yeah.